Welcome to the Theatre of Others podcast. My name is Adam Marple, and I'm the co-artistic director of the Theatre of Others. With the COVID-19 pandemic forcing a shutdown and re-evaluation of space and gathering, we at the Theatre of Others are thinking about what stories we need and how best we can share them. We believe space is psychology, and it informs the way in which an audience interacts and reacts to what is presented to them. We create uniquely theatrical events in bespoke sensory performance spaces crafted to encourage curiosity and grant the audience permission to commune with the play. Now that that space has moved online, how can we encourage interaction and action amongst an audience virtually? The Theatre Brothers produces plays that both welcome and challenge the audience. We are committed to international collaboration and are a laboratory that helps artists grow through intensive study of their craft. The Theatre Brothers creates a shared community of artists and audiences for the purpose of exploring the most profound issues of our lives and times. We believe the play watches the audience. The audience is necessary and they are witness to what happens. And you get to be witness to us making that happen. The purpose of this podcast is to open up our process and let you in. We're peeling back the curtain, so to speak, and encouraging you to follow along, to ponder, prod, and question, to join us and criticize us if need be. Being a witness is no passive task, and it requires much from you. Are you up for the journey? On the podcast today from Melbourne, Australia, our co-artistic directors, Woody Miller, and myself in Cairo, Egypt. This podcast contains explicit language. Hi, Adam. Hi, Booty. How are you? I'm good. It feels like we've it's been forever since we've talked. It feels like Has it's been it? weeks. I can't remember that. When was the last time we Oh, you mean on the podcast? The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like for for those who are listening, like you, you're like well, this was just happening last week, but last week's episode happened like a month ago. So like, <laughs> when was the last time we actually did a podcast together? Well, this is the thing. The reason why you gotta stay ready, so you ain't gotta get ready, mm-hmm. okay? Because mm-hmm. you were traveling, you were doing that whole Mexico thing, Guadalajara, mm-hmm. tequila, yeah, mm-hmm. tequila, tequila, and your your wife is doing yoga. Lots and lots of yoga. And I'm writing a PhD. Lots and lots of PhDing. Oh my God. So I, I basically have just like locked myself in Emerald. You, I, I think what ended up happening is like when you were here, it trained me to, to like realize that I can be this far away from civilization and be really happy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think sucks. I'm going back. I don't want to <laughs> go to school. I don't want to go to school. <laughs> and you don't and you don't have to go to school. You can just live in Emerald, let the forest take you over, walk around nude, have Obama well, you play know, with the I'm, mushrooms. Well, this is the thing, Adam. Like, I find myself like I'll be walking through the house and I'm like, I just need to be ass out. So I'll just pull my pants down just from the, the ass part. Just like my, my my ass is just like it's all cold and cool. It's just, I don't know. just because I can. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Maybe it's like from my like my days of like when I used to wear my chaps all the time, my chaps and my jock straps and you know my mm-hmm. BDSM, my BDSM twenties. Yeah, it's you're just reliving the childhood. Yeah, because you know I love a good spanking. <laughs> oh, <grrr. laughs> oh, we're gonna be demonetized again. <laughs> Demonetize? We have money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're rolling in it. We're rolling in it. Let me tell you. Well, um, I think you need to give me my paycheck then, because um, I haven't been paid yet. <laughs> we're we're living the dream, Booty. We're living the dream. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're living the dream. We have we have um, our voices out there on the in, on the interweb nets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're like, actually we're actually floating through the ether of space because that's right how now, literally right radio now, radio waves we're work. literally yeah. floating through the space. So we have we have listeners on every continent in over eighty countries and in space. We have aliens that can listen to us as well. Isn't that awesome? That's very true. That's very true. Yeah. And we also, you know, Shiva even listens to us. Oh, okay. That's you know why? Okay. Because um, we you're have about to tell me. Well, that's true. Shiva comes in and listens to us because what we say and what we do, how we operate, something's happening. And so he always wants to come check it out. And you know, Saraswati enjoys us as well. Why not? 
Yeah, satisfied with everybody. And look, and Ganesh is like always with us. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Always. And um, I just, I, I just feel very Hindu today. I don't, I don't. <laughs> you know, it's not that I. It is that I'm Hindu, but I just feel really, really Hindu today. I feel like we're being visited by a goddess. Uh-huh. A god. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's good. I think it's probably it's probably Krishna playing with us, coming to us as a as a woman. Uh-huh. Okay. Is this, are you yeah. a cis woman, Krishna? Lord Krishna. <laughs> Maybe it's not Krishna. Maybe it's not. I think we have a guest today, Adam. <laughs> There's a get. There's someone Krishna's on joining this podcast. Us? With a, I feel. I feel this energy. There's just like, oh no, it's not Krishna. It's not Krishna. It's it's. It's, it's akin to Krishna, but it's not it's, Krishna. It's, it's Ras. Ras is coming. Ras is here. We have the, the Ras has entered the space. Uh, okay. No. I, I mean, I don't know. I no. Don't, Ras is an R-A-S-A, you know, the Indian aesthetic, you know, it's the power, you know, the, the energy. Okay, you know? all right, yeah. No, you know, okay, you, don't, sure. you don't feel that? Can you feel that? I, I feel, I feel, I feel a definite R. I feel an R, an R name. It's an R, do we have an R rating? Oh my we God, we might have an R rating. An R rating. I'm so R-rating. excited. We're no longer, we're no longer triple X. Yeah, well, we've we've taken it down a notch. We've 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 uh, matured in our in our time and didn't want to be demonetized. So we're we're rated R. Yeah, we got money from NC seventeen. Yeah, exactly. We're rolling in the money, and we're now a rated R podcast. Oh, excellent, excellent. Well, if we have a, if we're a rated R podcast, we need to get guests on our on our on our podcast. We need to get indeed, like indeed. we need to get we need to get adults on this podcast. They need to be guests. Mm-hmm. They need to have. Mm-hmm. They need to have, have, um, been on at least one hit TV show. At least one. <laughs> Just one and only one. That's your, one. that's the that's that's the that's the prerequisite. You have to have at least mm-hmm. one. You can have two or several more, but you have to have at mm-hmm. least one. Okay. All right. Well, I have. So who do you think I we have, should? Have, who do you think we should invite to come and be on our R-rated podcast? An R-rated podcast where you're feeling very Indian flavored. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, yeah, mm-hmm. we, we've, got, we've got the we've got the um, chai, we've got the chapati, we've got the prata, we got the gula jamun, we got the mm, dal, we've got the palak paneer. <laughs> you just just naming Indian things now, huh? Well, you know, I'm married Indians. I'm married. I, I'm, I'm hey, married I, in. I'm married in. You, yes, I'm married in. I know it. I know it. And know actually, it. Look, I think... <laughs> what? What? I mean, there's no mystery who our guest is today. <laughs> People can see on their screen of their phone who we have as our guest. It's <laughs> then who is our guest? Who is our guest? Let's, let's, let's re- pull the curtain. Pull the curtain. Who is our guest, Adam Marble? All right. All right. So we are... We are we are honored. We are blessed. We are so happy to have with us today um, a dear, dear friend, colleague, former student, um, mm-hmm. and somebody that we we've actually wanted to have on the podcast for a while now. Um, yeah, and, and we haven't seen we haven't seen in in years, but uh, I've been following her career for uh, for a since while since the beginning. Uh, since the beginning, um, yes, and we're so 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 very proud of her and glad to. Uh, talk with her today about um, her career, what she's been doing, what she's going to continue to do. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. And non-binary conforming individuals. Yes, yes. I'll try, I'll try that introduction again. Uh, yes, please. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to the podcast, Ritasha Rathor. I've arrived because finally you guys consider me a friend and that's all I ever wanted. (laughs) (laughs) All those 
those years i was a little student in school and adam was drinking his green juice and boody was eating his paleo food i was just like when will i ever be their friend <laughs> yes i was i was like 50 kg smaller And a CrossFit athlete. I was a CrossFit athlete. Yeah. Ritasha is my, she's my witness. I'm a witness. I, I yeah. went to the box because of him. But then I was like, this is too much for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, that's right. That's, that's right. I made all of you, yeah. I made all of you train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Blind, I, I was blinded, blinded by my teachers. I was like, yeah, they, they, they must be right. <laughs> Now, seven years later, I am an adult and I'm like, wait a minute. They were probably as fucked as I am right now. Yeah. Always, baby. Always, It's always, always an improvisation. No, I, I wanted you all to be CrossFitters because I wanted you to be super athletes. <laughs> I mean. And I wanted you to climb. I also wanted you to climb a mountain. I wanted you to climb a volcano. I haven't done that one yet. So there's still. Uh, there's still Not yet. Yeah. There's still time. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's all about top up, right, Mitasha? Got to tap up. It's time to tap up. Yeah. <laughs> My creative cup We're is so empty. I'm so happy to have you here, Ritasha. Same. It's, your, it's uh, great to have you. How can it be empty? You're working like a, a mad person. That's why I think because of these few years just being about like what's happening and working, working and trying to work and getting work. It's just kind of become about that where I feel artistically a bit drained. And I think something I was preparing for right now really kind of pushed me to take a step back and re-examine the way I approach a scene at like the most basic level. So I guess it's a journey. So tell, can, can you tell us what you used to do and what you're doing now with the, when you're approaching a scene? Uh, oh my God. No, I don't know the details of how I'm doing it differently now, but fuck. <laughs> I think what was happening. How does it feel? I try, I tend to gravitate towards playing a scene the way it comes most naturally. And while mm -hmm. I am naturally talented, I think it's now time where the next level comes in of like actually acting and craft and creating a character and building a believable person who is maybe like you in some ways, but not another version of you. It's like a different human being altogether. So I think now it's like work like that is starting to come my way a little bit. So it's pushing me to think a little more because up until now it was you get cast in the similar kind of zone because you, you've been seen as a certain kind of actor and a personality. So they fit you into a box, obviously. Um, but now I think mm -hmm. that that's changing mm -hmm. a bit. So it's just making me reconsider how I do my work. So what was, so what was your, what was your brand at the beginning of your career? What were, what were they casting yeah. you as? Um, cause you, cause you got, you, you immediately entered and then you got, You got that thing. So, yeah. yeah. The last time that? I met, I mean, when I met Adam in India, in Delhi, it was like the wildest time yeah. of the beginning of my career because <laughs> listeners. She was literally. in costume. She was in costume. It was <laughs> hilarious. Walking through the street, I was like her manager. Everybody was running up to her and they was just like, oh, who's this white guy walking with you on the streets of Delhi? It yeah. was such a bizarre <laughs> experience, but I was there for some promotional work and I couldn't really handle the whole television industry in India. It was a very big learning curve, but it's not something I would put myself through again. But when I came back from La Salle, mm. I immediately started doing theater because I had, I knew a few people. So I just came back and started writing to them, but it wasn't like, oh, you're busy working and you have so much work, right? It's what professional world class with Adam prepared us for what you're doing in your time when you're not working. And obviously yeah. I went into some kind of uh, mental health spirals as I do. So it was a lot of that and very, very sporadic work and lots of auditions later, this kind of worked out. And the brand obviously at that point, because of the way I look was to cast me in any role which required a plus sized girl who was cute and funny and sweet and just all these things, which I am and have been and I'm more than that also, but till now, I think people only saw that. So that was my brand in the beginning. And I was like, okay, fine, no problem. Beggars can't be choosers. I can't, I can't waltz in here expecting to become the heroine in a big budget Bollywood film. Like that is a reality I had to face a few years into La Salle. Like, babe, it's not going to happen. Just, just understand again what's going on here. This is real life. It's not some fantasy you built up in your head as a kid. 
And yeah, I was like, it's an opportunity. I get to play a primary role. And how often do girls who look like me get a lead role in anything? So I was like, come, let's just do it and go for it. I was 23. Mm. I was like, how to say no to anything? It's the start of my career. I have to like put myself out there. Even though it made me extremely uncomfortable mm. and was like a very, very different thing. I never imagined going through a television daily. It's like a soap opera. It's a factory. I can't explain it. There's no creativity there. It's, it's an office. Mm-hmm. And it like drained me yeah, for yeah. 500-ish episodes. And then I was like, peace. So... How many episodes did you officially do? I mean, around 480. I was obviously in all of them because I was the the chick, the titular character. (laughs) (laughs) I was just... In like month six of it, I was like, guys, I'm done. They were like, you've signed the contract. You can't leave. I have like cried and wept. (laughs) I've fought my way out of the contract. Be careful of what you wish for. And the fans want a season two. I'm like, no chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Ritasha. Give us a season two. <laughs> we'll see. But it, I, I'm already traumatized. <laughs> I'm traumatized just thinking about it. Like, I have had to go to therapy to work through. I am still in therapy, just dealing from from all of that so is it is it is it the indian industry or is it television? i think television specifically because it's a daily um show and there's no quality control no it's like just make it just pump it out and feed it to the masses it's mental it's absolutely nuts yeah 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 so how did you how did you actually take care of your mental health with that? Because that's a big thing, and this is something that we talk about all the time. It's like, you know, mental health. Like I've like I've told you many times when you were in school, is the mental health is hard work, and you got to be diligent about it, right? Yeah, and I never understood so how that. You, how did you? You know, you see, yeah. So how did you take care of yourself other than going to therapy? When did you know that you needed therapy, and were there other things that you were able to do to? Because five hundred five hundred episodes is a lot. You know, we go to your therapist every single day. <laughs> I would need, I should have done it while I was shooting. I might have been better at the end. But like a year or so after I finished shooting for the show, I realized, I mean, I knew, but it takes time, right? From the moment you think about going for therapy till the day you actually make it for your first session. So there was like a year, a mm. year between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I finally went in and I was like, yeah, okay, this is something I can do, which is nice. And it it's helped. It's obviously not linear. It's very like up and down. But other than that, I finally realized why grown-ups exercise. It makes you feel good, literally. (laughs) It's a way to trick your brain into thinking you're happy. So I'm like, great, let's do this for one hour every day. Another way to kill time and make myself feel sane. Um, So that. Wow. And then, of course, you know, because I'm Indian, I love to meditate. No, I do. I sometimes do. I sometimes don't. Mm -hmm. But I think Mm -hmm. I have found Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, peace and strength in... My spiritual practices, I suppose. Yeah. How does this, does you, do you have crossover in your spiritual practice and your artistic practice? I don't know. I think I tried to do it uh, consciously, but now it probably happens unconsciously or subconsciously. Because I do, like on the days where I have something important, there's always a prayer involved. There's some kind of ritual involved in terms of chanting or like asking for the blessings from all of the gods, right? Mm. And I'm fully about that life now where I truly believe yeah, that if you vibrate right. at a certain frequency, that's what the universe gives back to you. And I think all of these years Amen, has been sister. a practice in that, but now to see that kind of payoff, it's reassuring. Yeah. 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 Things are better now. I, well, you know, you speak, you know you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir. You, you know, this is the amen corner over here, so... <laughs> And you know, and you know, I have a, I, I, there's a huge inf- a Hindu influence in my in my practice as well as a, as a Hindu myself. Exactly. You know, and the, and I love the way that you, you articulate it as the vibration that you vibrate at, the frequency in which you vibrate at, is the frequency in which the world will, around you vibrates at. 
right? Like, like energy likes energy, right? It's, it just makes sense. And if, and if you're, if you found in your own practice, and it's, we're not saying it's a religious thing. It's a, it's a spiritual thing. It's like, it's an energetic vibrational thing. You know, it's an awareness thing of like, right now, me in this body, in this state, am I, am I manic and crazy and, 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 uh, um, losing my mind or am I in balance or, and, and meditating and breathing and eating good food, exercising, caring, being kind to people and having conversations and interacting. It, it, the world around you supports that because that's an energetic vibration. I just love the way you articulated that, Natasha. So many times mm-hmm. in regular life also, I think about the things you guys taught us. Like Adam was always like to be in sats, whatever that is. I, can't always articulate it, but like, I know what that feels like. And with you, like circles of presence and just being present. These are things, or even like when I'm walking on the street, I'm still viewpointing. Like I do these things. These have become a part of me. And I guess somewhere over the years, it's become deeply ingrained. So it kind of happens subconsciously or unconsciously, but Every now and then I stop and take stock of it. Like that moment there was like spatial relation, something cool just happened, but there's nobody to talk to about it. So it's like I'm having these experiences on my own as an artist who had the education and the privilege to learn from you guys and now to kind of apply it into a real world situation. So every time we have a live, like a stage show, if I'm doing a play, I'm always I'm always warming up. I'm screaming to the high heavens. And like the theater staff is like, this yeah. chick is nuts, obviously, because who screams on stage, like vibrating and shouting? Like they're like, what is happening? Yeah. But these are things which yeah. I think totally like ground me more into my spiritual being, not just as an actor, but like as a, yeah. as, a as, as energy, as mm. whatever this shared thing is that inhabits different bodies, whatever we're part of as a collective. Well, because as Catherine says, that speaking and using your voice is a physical act, it's a vibrational act, it's a spiritual act. So my body is vibrating and those vibrations are going to you. It's vibrating your body and you're taking the information from my vibrating body. So by you taking, by opening up that vibration and having every possibility available yeah. to you, that's a, that's the thing. It's like, and I, I would, I would even say, Ritasha, that now you are at a place where it feels like you're not acting, but you have, because you've done the work, you know, a lot of, a lot of the actors that are working, uh, that are, that have worked with Adam and I, they, they've done the work and they continue to do the work. They don't just say, okay, I had that class and it's over. Like it's a part of their life practice. Yeah. It's a part of their well being and their life practice. And because we know the work works. All three of us know the work works, right? So it must be, it must be like a, a, like a really weird thing to have us sitting here talking about it at, at this phase because it's like, it's like a hermeneutic experience, right? It's like we're back in class again, but, but now you are a, a grown ass woman. Yeah. I'm a grown ass bitch. Yes. <laughs> I'm a big girl, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> It's nuts. And y'all have also grown up. Now it's like y'all are uh, middle-aged men. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is true. This is very true. I am not a baby boomer, though. I'm not a baby boomer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'll be 50 next year, Ritasha. That is grown up. Wow. That is amazing. That is full age. That is full on middle age. Yeah, I am full on middle age. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I'm so excited to grow <laughs> older. I, I see booty as a gr- I see booty as a grown man. I'm I'm still I'm still like I'm a kid. What am I doing? I don't know. <laughs> you could get yeah. You could get you have you get to do that. It's, it'll yeah. be like that until the until the end. I'm always the yeah. one that's older. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I looked I looked to my elder. I looked to my elder for wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the first thing you need to do is a uh, back bend, some splits, and a back handspring, and climb a mm-hmm. climb a volcano. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then you too can be this fat. Why? How are you like this? So, so what is what is the audition scene like in in India? It's you know I've had all kinds of experiences because. Uh, when you are nobody, it's different. And when you have done some work, it's different. Um, 
Mm. I have been in rooms for like TVC auditions and stuff where you go and there are twenty people waiting to give the same audition, and everyone does it in front of each mm-hmm. other. So I've done that also. Uh, oh, yeah, wow. everyone's just waiting behind the oh. camera. They're just sitting, waiting their, for their turn, and you just have to go up and do it. And that doesn't affect like oh. I'm okay Whoa. doing that because we do stage, right? So for me, it's like okay, it's really not a big deal. Yeah. But for some actors, I can imagine that mm. being nerve wracking just to be up in a room full of your competition mm-hmm. doing it. Um, then yeah. otherwise then there's just the regular one where those very stupid casting assistants are there trying to feed you lines and they're feeding it in the worst possible fucking way but you have to still do your best cuz you need the work so i've done those also but now mm-hmm. i'm at a place where i'm like um, in a room and the director of the show was in the room and i was shook i have never so this year has been big because I first went in for an audition where the actual casting director is present, okay? Which doesn't happen usually. The assistants have been appointed to do this very task of dealing with actors. <laughs> so you never meet the actual fucking casting assist- uh, casting director because you're not a big deal or whatever. But not that I'm a big deal now. But this casting director is so amazing at her job. Shout out to Tess Joseph. Mm. She herself is like, yeah, Tess she's Joseph. She's there in the room and she's just like. Change the game for me. So now I expect this at a good audition, like the level of involvement mm. a casting director shows, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to have the director in the room. Oh my god, it has been a game changer. I have never experienced something like this mm. in my life because there's always that gap between what you've prepared as an actor, what the casting assistant has understood about the character. through whatever has been mm-hmm. communicated to them and there all these channels through which you have created a scene to present but that this just cuts mm-hmm. it all out the directors then she's like i want you to do this i want you to do that that's great that's not and i'm like great this is how i always want to work next step you're hired no audition required <laughs> on the Fingers way crossed. on Fingers the crossed. way yeah definitely most definitely <laughs> hallelujah so, so i think what would be your what would be your ideal so we're i'm 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 in this like manifesting phase of my life Natasha. so like let's manifest <gasps> together what would be your ideal career like the balanced uh, the ideal balanced career let's manifest it right now Natasha Yeah. What is five your year plan? Come on. Let's do your five What's year your five plan. Year plan. Fuck. You know this five year plan. I've been plan. thinking about it so much because my life has just gone through a major upheaval and listeners when we were doing a mm-hmm. uh, professional world class in third year of drama school, Adam has asked us to write two five year plans. And that's the first time in my life I ever did it and I haven't done it ever since. And I've really been thinking about it cuz life never works out that way by the way, Adam. You knew that. <laughs> of course not. I did not. <laughs> I knew that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's about manifesting. It's about it's about yeah. it's about pointing and saying I want to go that direction. I'm not going to end yeah. up there probably, but if I can end up in that zip code, I will know at least the direction I Correct. want to go. So my zip code would be ideally to do work everywhere. India, Hollywood, my family fully believes I belong in Hollywood. My dad has been pushing me to go. And I'm like it's not that uh, easy, yeah. dad. So we'll see what happens, but <laughs> It can be. You know what it is. We are going to manifest. I mean, you've already, you have enough content, darling. We're, we're manifesting. Come on. Okay. Sky's the limit. Okay. So, five-year plan. I am just. I'm doing great things. I'm telling important stories. I'm working with directors that inspire me, and I don't just mean like big names. I mean people who genuinely like bring out the best in me, and I get to do all kinds of roles. Okay. What are the roles? What are the roles? See, that's the thing. It could be anything. More and more now that I'm getting different kinds of auditions, my mind is like expanding to what are the possibilities of characters an actor can actually play in their lifetime. So it's like the sky is the limit right now. But all kinds of things. Like I recently got a call to do something which is a little like dark. There's there's violence involved. There's some action involved, and she's a bit of like a badass character. Like she's revenge. it's she's vengeful which i've never played before so to think that people would want me to like try these different things i'm like yes i want to try anything and everything whatever is possible if the director believes in me and the writer believes in me and we're all like we can do this i'm like in to do anything there's no cap on the kind of roles i could play i feel honestly with the right surroundings and the right help yeah i think you i think you're really good at manifesting yeah what about you I think it's coming Thank your you. way. 
For me, five I mean, years. I don't know. Whatever you want to share. Five years. Well, <laughs> oh, five years. Five years. <laughs> I have my. Re- I have my reality. Oh show my god! Too. I would watch that. Fuck yes. <laughs> What's the concept? What's the logline? With, with 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 Adam with oh, Adam directing. Yes. What is the logline, guys? What is it about? So. Why should we release it? I don't think we should release it yet. Okay, okay, we won't reveal. Should we give the log line. It's already, it's, up to, it's, it's, up to it's you. already, it's it's in the mix. It's in the. Tell me happening. offline about this because I'm dying to know genuinely. Yeah. I will. I will tell you offline. It's happening. It's happening. You hear that, folks? You're going to see booty on TV. Bound chicka bound now chicka. Oh wait, but it's not going to have that backdrop. That that's not going to be. That's not going to be my theme song music. Bound chicka bound now. No, no. This this will not be NC seventeen rated R. This was. This I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. But you know me, I, I don't show both titties. I only show one titty. Bang, chicka, right. bang, classy. Keep it classy. Keep it classy. Keep it classy. I gotta keep it classy. I'm I'm a classy bride. I'm classy. Yeah. I'm classy. Yes. Leave so, it your legs. Yes. You can't have both. Yeah. Television. <laughs> Television. Amazing. And you, Adam. We are um, going to be directing the show. But what else? Yes, Adam. What's yours? I, I will be directing it apparently. Yeah. Um, You've been swept into a Buddhist um, manifestation. Swept in, yeah, exactly. <laughs> five year, I've, I've swept in. Whether you're I want you're to there or not, for the right, dude. It's done. I'm, you're sealed for life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Five <laughs> years, f- five years, um, uh, I'm in Australia. Yeah. Five years, I am uh, full time with the company. Yeah. And me too. Company, That's my five year too. Yeah. And the company is is not just a, a one production a year thing. It is it is multifaceted. We've got television. We've got lots of plays, audio yes. plays, classes, global um, <laughs> merchandise, global, global. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's the that's that's the manifestation that we are working towards. Yeah. So I don't. I I feel like I feel years, like yeah. if. Well, well, this is the thing. I feel like if we're manifesting and we're make, if we're doing, if we're doing the abracadabra, we touched it. Do you know about abracadabra? No, I don't. What it means? It's the magic spell. So abracadabra, but it means it literally means make manifest. In what language? Is it Hebrew or is it Yiddish, Adam? I think it's. I, he- I think it's. I think it's Hebrew. Hebrew. It's Hebrew. We're gonna get that and tattooed. Abracadabra means make manifest. Oh my god. Abracadabra. Yeah. Abracadabra. So, abracadabra, make all these manifestations happen today, right now. They're already working. Ganpati Bappa Moria. So, Ritasha. It's a Hindu. It's a Hindu. You said that you want to play like really big, dangerous, multiple roles. Yeah. To juice out every experience yeah. of life, every moment of human experience. To just we savor it. Yeah, Why not? Yeah. Would you do? You, would you do that in the theater? Would you be willing to do that in the of theater? Of course, guys. I, I'm, I'm forever and first and foremost a stage actor because every audition I walk into, also their first, their first direction to me is less because I'm always playing to the last person in the auditorium <laughs> at the back row. <laughs> Always. All right, bring yeah. this down. Bring that down. A little less, a little less. I'm like, okay, got it. It's a camera. It's a close-up. <laughs> so, Adam. Yeah. Do you want? Do you want to invite Ratasha? Ratasha, we <laughs> have been working on a play for close to a decade years. now. Fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we are about to start the process of, uh, mounting the final version of this. And we would love, love, love to have you on board. Is this a joke, guys? Am I being, am I being punked? No. We'll be acting together on stage around the world, Ritasha. Yeah, obviously I'm in, you guys. What the fuck? Of course I'm in. <laughs> this is the stuff I live for. This is all I ever wanted. Like, this, this, this. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Stop it. But what are the dates? You know, my brain has Super gone to dates. Me. I'm, like, stressed about dates. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a three-year project. 
I have to stop my career for three years. Or no, I'll have time. No, 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 no. no. Three years is when the show will, we will mount the show in three years. Yeah. So it's a three-year rehearsal process, which means that it's not going to be every single day, every single week. It's going to be, there's going to be training involved with it. It's going to be in chunks. It's going to be sometimes one-on-one. Sometimes we can get people together in the same country. Um, scenes like that. That's why it's a, a long Come process. Come to India. In we will have a residency people. workshop in India. Okay. Okay. Boom. It'll Boom. be cheap also. There we go. I've just so been hired, it. guys. This is amazing. Without an audition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I auditioned for See? you for three there years. And what did you give me? <laughs> Mopsa, Adam? Mopsa? <laughs> that bitch is back to bite you. Fuck yes. This is this is this is the best I can do for you. This is this right here. So this is the, to make up this for. It's the it. best thing you could have done, and I love it. I'm uh, guys. I don't know what to say. I'm shaking inside. I'm vibrating. Welcome to the theater of others, Natasha. Fuck yes, I'm hired. Yeah, I love exactly. this. Fuck. Now you have to get your t-shirt and your your beanie and I, your water bottle. I mm-hmm. saw all the merch. I needed exactly. it. I saw the t-shirt. It's t- it's time. I'm sh- I'm shaking. Like I don't know what has happened. This day has been a blur from morning till now. I don't know what's happening. Something is changing, guys. People in the stars. Exactly. Well, you know why, Ritasha? Exactly. Today is a new moon. It's a very strong new moon is today. It? So it's a big manifesting moon. Yeah, it's a big manifesting moon actually. I signed my. I mean, I'm signing my lease. I'm renting an apartment by myself. By the way, that's also a big thing that just happened. Like yesterday, and I have to go sign this tomorrow. Congratulations! So many things are happening. I'm growing up finally. Like finally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, I have some what? bad news for you. You will continue. You will continue to say Always. that forever. Always. Yeah. yeah. Booty's turning that, fifty I, next I, year. Other... I'm a middle-aged man. It's still. <laughs> It's still like every other text now. message I send now. to Adam is, I don't want to be an adult. I don't want an adult now. Can you please do this? Yeah. I, I can't yeah, exactly. do any adulting, please. I had a no. hundred episodes no. of a podcast with my best friend just discussing that, like how to adult, and I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we, we don't do it anymore because we did a hundred episodes. We're like, we can't complain anymore now. Let's go work on ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. So I think we yeah. should take yes. a break. Let's take a break. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's gather our energy. And then we'll come back for some more. Okay. Yes. Um, Jack, can you please give us some manifesting music? Some music where mm. people can sit back and do their own manifesting? Because we know you can do that, Jakina. Ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary conforming individuals, you're listening to the stereo sounds of... J.D.B. J.D.B. Jack David Jack, that manifestation music is just, I, mm. that's really what he does well, y'all. Jack gets us mm-hmm. in the mood. It's just like, namaste. Namaste now. <laughs> I'm namaste. 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 You were going to leave, but namaste. Namaste. <laughs> so I have another yeah. question, Ritasha. Yes. Uh, because I think I think what what's real what's important is that I want your fans to see how awesome you are. You're just a normal person. You're a normal kind of person. <laughs> Celebrities like- are just like us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my question is, what was it like to actually deal with having a, a following of people that recognize you? On the street, how did how did they manage that? Did you freak? Did it freak you out? Did it make you more humble? What did it do to you? It kind of does both because you're just like, wait a minute, what's happening? And then you're like, okay, this is part of the job. 
so to accept it with grace and enjoy it while it lasts because nothing is forever that also mm. especially in this very fickle industry um but it's been nice sometimes you know i'm not in the mood so i like deny it <laughs> i've told people no i'm not her you've gotten me mistaken with someone else because i'm just not in the mood for a selfie or a, like that chat something recently just lie to them i just lie sometimes <laughs> i think you should do i think i think you should make it a, a game you should just like do like do it for your accent work practice your accent work like do like a like a really big like new york accent what, what are you talking about i'm from new york i just got here like i'm and just become a my- totally different person yeah, yeah. Like I'm not here. Oh, we, we like we like from the we like from Boston. I'm not here. <laughs> I'm from I'm from My Boston. Accent game is. I, I'm not from Boston though. That's what. No people aren't going to believe me. My <laughs> accents are like they've gone down the drain. You I used to be so good at it, Ritasha. Ritasha, you were one of the it's best. It's a muscle which I haven't yes, practiced. Yes, it is a muscle. Yeah, it thank you. I still am, but now I'm good at like Indian dialects. Yeah, so like I do like Indian dialects for the kind of work I do here. Ooh, but I haven't done how many? How many? How many? You, are, you had to are, do. You had to do the show in a in a completely different dialect, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. correct. Good God, correct. Yeah. can you speak English in those different like dialects? That. Can you speak English Jeez. in those different dialects? Let's hear them. <laughs> Put her on the with spot. The now you're making yeah, with, her with audition. Now you're making me, her audition give, for give the. Me your, give, give me, give me your favorite dialect. You speak because okay, we're gonna give an accent class here, Natasha. Because remember, oh, I taught God. you. It's like it's a it's a posture in the mouth, right? You remember that? Oh, I gotta. Yes, oh, okay. yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. To... You're moving the mountain now. Okay, I see, I see, I see. So, <laughs> um. So so go into the posture of that dialect and speak English to us. Just talk to us for a while and in, in the with the rhythms, with the cadence and the rhythms and the posture. Let's see. I want to hear it. Sure. No Today we are going into uh, it is uh, from uh, middle uh, Uttar Pradesh area. It's accent from middle central India. Hmm. And actually these people um it's the lower lip is little uh, further in front and hmm. uh, They're always chewing on betel leaf, so it's a different uh, placement in the mouth, you know. <laughs> and their mouth is pool. They cannot say pool with f. They can say pool with. It's a bilabial plosive for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's my girl. It's still there. It's still there. It's still there. Yeah, it's a different geography now. Yeah, fucking New yeah. York accent and British RP. Who's gonna cast me to speak like that anyway? It's not gonna happen. Netflix. <laughs> mm-hmm. Netflix. Netflix. Someday they'll be like, "Oh, she can do accents. Cool. Let's hire her for something totally different." You can. You can be when they'll Maybe. revamp Sense Eight, and then you'll you'll take over the Indian lady in Sense Eight. But she has an Indian accent. I haven't watched, uh, but yeah, I'm sure. I love that show. Okay. It's so good. Horrible. So good. Wait, can can, oh. can you do one more? Can you do one more, please? Can you do one more? God, it's so good. Um, just one more, please. Just one more for our, our listeners. They're all gonna sound similar now. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We're gonna go into um, something a little more local to where I'm from, Mumbai, and okay. uh, it is in the state called Maharashtra. And the local language is quite. It's quite like staccato and very consonant heavy, and uh, in the back of the mouth a little bit. Okay. So, mala Marathi nae ita. I don't really, I don't really, I, I I don't really know how to speak a Marathi and all. But uh, actually, you know, they speak from this part of their mouth. Uh, it kind of comes from uh, from this back backside. Actually, notice how my accent and my speaking style also totally changes because uh, I'm channeling some kind of a patriarchal douchebag from this culture. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and he loves to drink with his boys and uh, beat up his wife. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Yeah, deadly, deadly. And scene. That's my girl. That's my girl. What was your What was your YouTube character? I hope I don't get cancelled for this. You won't. You won't. You oh. won't. We're We're just We're just doing um, an exercise, and you're You're speaking within. You're speaking within. Your culture, you know, it's not like you're appropriating. You're Indian. <laughs> you're Indian. You're allowed. <laughs> and and actually, it's and we can trust those sounds because 
that's a cultural sound and that's a cultural world where your body knows and understands and can easily flip into it, you know? So when the listener yeah. listens to you uh, speak in these different postures, it's really useful. It's educational because we're an educational podcast because, you know, I uh, love that. Oftentimes we get a lot of very educated, well-intended white people that are trying to do all these different accents from all these different parts of the world that they've never been to, that they've got a book from, and they haven't even spoken to the people, the actual people that are from that culture to really get the sound. So it's really nice to have someone who, who lives, lives, lives in that land and can speak, can speak English so we can actually hear the, you know, that's what makes it an accent, right? But as, as we remember, as we, as we talked about in, um, in your classes, like when we're talking about Indians who are speaking English, it's actually not an accent. It's a dialect because most Indians who speak English yeah. learned English from an English speaking Indian person, <laughs> right? It wasn't like they learned, they learned English from someone speaking a different language, but they learned English from an Indian, from an Indian speaking English within the postures of how they speak English. So it's a dialect. It's not an accent. Yes, correct. Thank you for making that distinction for our listeners. Yes. And I tried to prove all along first year. I was like, I don't have an Indian accent. So <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, what is that? <laughs> uh, did you really? Did you really? <laughs> yeah. I would tell all my classmates, I don't have an accent. I speak like proper English and stuff. I was like, what accent? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You were, and now I hear myself, and I'm like, <laughs> "You were such a feisty first year." Oh my god, you were so feisty. <laughs> it's because you were feisty. I was just feeding off your energy. It's true. We were all very feisty. That was okay. So let's let's just talk because I, we have to talk about this, Tasha, because you were at LaSalle during the golden years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When the team was like, we were unstoppable. We were making, we were making moves. We were shaking, we were shaking and rattling the world with the things that we were doing. And I was just having, um, having a chat with Carla, Carla Dianeru, uh, about like um, safety in class, because like, we, like there was a simplicity safety that we all had within our with how we were working, you know, and so we could go to really exciting, dangerous places. We never really, we never had someone go, I feel unsafe. Don't touch me that way. That, um, you know, and it, it's not because, and it's not because it wasn't allowed, right? It's not, not because it wasn't allowed to, you weren't allowed to speak up and say that I, this feels inappropriate. It's just that we were always just in the work, working really hard. So, it's, you know, so as a student, what, I, what yeah. was it like for you, Tasha? I think one of the first things I always think about when I think about my time at LaSalle was understanding for real what a safe space meant. And I don't think up until that point I'd ever experienced it outside of the comfort of, say, like my family life or my parents and my sister. But still, that's a different kind of safe space. It's not this safe space where you can like explore the artist inside of you. Um, but now I think that if we were in school today how woke everyone's become and how the world has changed, it would be a totally different classroom. Yeah. And you would have to teach in a totally different 100%. way. percent. So, so many of those exercises we would be And the students would have like, exactly, because we would, all would be like talking about trauma and all kinds of other things and whatever, like, is it right to unpack so much in a drama school where actually maybe some of this would be better dealt with by a mental health yeah, professional? Exactly. Um, especially at that age group yeah. when obviously all these students are going through all their own whatever weird fucking shit. It's all coming out in all kinds of ways. Mm. But the fact is it was a safe space. And because we had that naivety, I suppose, that pure, the pureness of those days... It was it was fine. Like for me, it helped me to really blossom, I mm. would say, or at least just unlearn and just shed inhibitions and things like that. But I'm sure it wasn't the same for everyone. Like I think classmates of mine still somewhere are unpacking traumatic quote unquote experiences from the time we spent mm. in actor training at La Salle because it was so demanding and so intense and heavy. Mm. Yes. Yeah, and that's why you have therapy. Because it all just, it just un <laughs> it unpacked everything, and now we have I, to kind I, of sort I, I, it I, out. I, it's I, happening slowly. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's, and it's like you, you, if you want to work as an actor, you have to like to push people, and you have to like to be pushed. As Stefan Perdekamp says, if you don't like to be pushed, you're not an actor. You shouldn't be an actor. If you don't like to be pushed, you shouldn't be an actor. You know, those are these very simple gestures that we do in the work that we have to do to 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 show an audience to to transmit information to an audience to get their bodies to wake up. Like you were talking about earlier at the beginning of the podcast, the, the warm-up you do. The warm-up you do is in preparation for the way you want to affect the audience you're working with. And warm-up is everything. And I obviously wouldn't have realized that if I hadn't worked with you guys at the tender age when I was impressionable. <laughs> I still Wait, you started at 19? Yeah, I graduated when I was 21, so it was that's like right. 18, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, young. Baby. <laughs> Too young. <laughs> well, not, not for you. You were special. We only took very young students when they were really special. Meher, Meher was 17, very special. Jean Toe, very special, Right. So it's it's it, it and we and we had a mixture of ages, you know. So what everybody was it, it was it was a an eclectic company, but it was they were all in the yeah. same vibrational way of learning and also making art. Yeah, me, Ka- uh, Kyle, and Shanna were the babies of the class. The babies. Yeah, that's right. The babies. babies. Remember, Shanna, 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 <laughs> Shanna. Feisty. I love Shanna. Shanna, where are you? I love you. <laughs> I love Shanna. So many times, Booty, I just think to myself and scream to myself, Shanna's Nigerian accent. <laughs> it happens to me when I'm alone. <laughs> oh my God, that's right. It I'm going to pass out. I am going to pass okay. out. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's all. That's the last of the inside jokes. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> well, but, well, maybe, 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 maybe Shanna could send us an audio of her oh, doing her Nigerian yes. accent. Come on, Shanna. You know, you can do it. I'm giving, I'm winking my eye at you. I'm showing you, I'm showing you my good eye, Shanna. <laughs> well, okay. so uh ritasha we could be here all day but we're, we're gonna be working together so we'll see yes. you soon we should take oh my a, God. we should do some um provocations yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. why don't you start adam well i'm gonna yeah, adam's I'm, always gonna, I'm actually yeah. gonna i'm actually gonna start with <laughs> you i'm gonna ask you a question because we didn't we didn't cover this and i want to just cover it briefly can you talk about your non- acting theater tv career because i'm i'm actually fascinated by the stuff you've been doing with vice the podcast like what are what are all the other mediums that they can find you on that they can see you transitioning the fame and the and the exposure into into mental health uh body positivity like all the great things that you've 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 taken the exposure to uh, to expose. Where, where can they find all your other stuff? <laughs> they can find me exposed emotionally <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> um, there's the Vice show, which is on YouTube. Most of the stuff is available on YouTube, actually. Um, it's the, the quote-unquote smaller things that I've done, the non-acting related work, but truly some of this work has fulfilled yeah, me the most. Exactly. Um, especially that Vice thing, because I think it just... Uh, hosting it made me realize I quite enjoy hosting I did this talk show for Bumble when they were doing a relationship thing and I was hosting that also so I realized I kind of like doing this because it is an extension of performance but uh, it's a different space you get to learn you get to talk to new people and that's why I loved uh, the podcast so much also because in the conversations you grow and things will change inside you in small, small ways, which you won't realize until much later. So I feel like all of these things are very important for my artistic journey overall as an artist and as a person. Mm. But right now I'm on, I'm at the point of my life where I'm like, I'm a serious actor and I kind of want to tell everyone this also. I was telling someone that day because there's this whole influencer culture going on currently and it's very easy to get swept up in that Mm. because there's, 
there's a lot of work there there's a lot of money there's a lot of visibility but every time i'm introduced as an influencer it just grinds my gears mm. so now i've become very very serious about telling people and just reiterating that i am an actor first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and foremost yeah yeah and all other stuff is great and i love doing it and i'll never stop yeah. like i love it it's just so many so many things to do in this life how can i just do one yeah so so that's exa- exactly that's my provocation then to the audience is just in a in a in a professional world kind of class setting is your career is vast and there are lots of ways for you to have your creative output that pays the gas bill as booty always says <laughs> that allows you to be that actor first and foremost when you introduce yourself but you may be doing a talk show on Bumble you may be doing a a vice uh show about sex products uh you know it could be <laughs> anything and as long as it fills as long as it fills your well creatively it mm. is valid and important. So that's my provocation to you, dear listeners. I have a provocation as well. I want you to do a five-year plan. What is your five-year plan? We're not even going to go ten. We're going to go five. Because you, as you can, as you can see it. on this podcast, we're manifesting. We're instant manifestors. So let's, you know, we only have eight years left. So at least. Do five, so you at least have three to enjoy. <laughs> yeah, you can enjoy the last three. <laughs> I know, Ritasha. That's what the that's what the UN said. If we don't turn around with the with the uh, the the environment, we have eight years. We're dead. We're do- we're done. Yeah. Fuck. Till I turn forty or like whatever, one more decade, kind of, <laughs> not even. So, five year plan, y'all. Five year plan. So, Adam, can you kind of give him some structure for the five year plan? Exactly. So I want you to um, pie in the sky. Don't limit yourself. Write it all down. Um, I- again, this don't think that I've got to make this happen, but it's about putting it in the, in the world. It's about manifesting. It's about pointing a direction and saying, I'm going to live in Paris and I'm going to have a studio flat above a bakery. And when I open up my refrigerator, I have fresh vegetables and a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I'm sitting on a thousand count Egyptian cotton sheets. My, my living room is enormous and I can push all the furniture away and I can rehearse in there. I've got these big bay windows that look out over a beautiful avenue. Like, Get detailed with it. Get, That's get a so good manifesting uh, five years. I want that five years. <laughs> that was my five. I swear, Adam, you're too good at this. No, that, that was actually my five-year plan when I graduated college. So <laughs> I remember it very distinctly. But the thing is, I didn't end up in Paris. I didn't end, end up, up with a, a flat over a bakery. <laughs> I ended up in Singapore. So it's it's adjacent. And if I open up my refrigerator, there are vegetables and there's a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. So like what is important to you, make it detailed so that you get excited about it. And then as with everything, don't hold on to the results. Mm. Hold on tightly, let go lightly. Let mm. go lightly. And and then- I tell myself this on many days, guys, <laughs> by the way. Thank you for that. And then be surprised with what happens. And then the very next thing you need to do once you have written your five-year plan is you need to go and do one thing to make it actionable. So if you mm. if your five year plan, I'm going to use uh, I'm going to use uh, a, a, another student's five year plan. They want to move to Venice and they want to be a choreographer at La Scala, the opera. So the very next thing that they needed to do is they went and they bought a Lonely Planet guide to Italy, and that's the actual ah, plan. Excellent. So now they have the they have that book that on direction. the shelf to look at. Exactly, the energy is moving in that direction, and. Do it on a new moon, y'all. New moon is a really great time to manifest. So you have a month to write this five-year plan. You have a month to write this five-year plan and then enact it on the new moon next month. So, Adam, how will we know that they did this? Well, they're going to go to speakpipe.com backslash theater of others. Again, speakpipe.com backslash theater of others, theater with an R-E, theater of others, all one word. You can leave a 90-second voicemail there. Uh, if you don't want to have your voice played on air for your questions or your provocations back to us, you can send an email to podcast at theater of others. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are also on our website and we are Facebook and on Instagram. We're on the gram, y'all. That's right. And uh, Booty, what do they need to do to find out these uh, these great conversations we're having with these great world-class artists? Well, 
they need to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And subscribe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> Get into the conversation, y'all. If you like us, subscribe. Well, we come into your inbox every week. We have these conversations every week because you know we stay ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And it's important to subscribe because the very next thing that's going to be coming out is the Audio New Play Festival for the entire Bone month of September. Now. You're going to get a conversation with the playwright followed by their play. And so if yep. you want it to you want to hear it as soon as it comes out, subscribe. It'll come out every Monday and every Thursday in the month of September. We got four amazing plays with some really great playwrights coming out. We're really excited about really, it. They're really really good plays. And the yeah. actors attached to these plays are actually really good as well. It's a it's a full on and J- Jack is composing his little patootie off. Oh his my patootie. goodness, it's so He's left his patootie. So, he's left his patootie. You know what? He it's left his patootie off. on the stage. He left his patootie on the recording. He's mm-hmm. assless now. He's like Adam. He's assless. There we go. There we go. And if Theater you, Brothers, and if making like people it, assless since 2011. Well, that's what we do. And if and if you really like us, you can do like what my um my Uber driver does, you know. Give me five star. Oh, you give me five star. I give you five star. Five star, five star. I give you five star. You give me five star. Five star. Five star. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Ritasha. Please like, share, and subscribe yes. to the Theater of Others <laughs> podcast, you. everyone. Thank you, Ritasha. Thank you. It's called a call to action. There you go. You got it for free. That, that, that'll be our that'll be our little sound bite that we put on uh, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Ritasha, it Manifest is... your dreams today. That's right. <laughs> It's right. so good to see you, Ritasha. I'm so glad to see you. This has been the best 90 minutes of my life. <laughs> Welcome home. Welcome home, <laughs> exactly. baby. Thank you. Welcome back. Thank you. I love you. We're going to see you, you soon. Too. My, my dads. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, Adam. It's so good to see you. It's always great to see you, booty. I'm looking forward to this wife. collaboration. Can you kiss your well, wife she's, for me? I'm not, in Mex- I'm not in Mexico anymore, so I don't, I don't get to see you. Are you in Georgia? Month. I'm in Georgia. Yep. I know I'm a world traveler. I was in Mexico yesterday. I'm in Georgia today. I'm going to be in Cairo tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I'm. Well, I would kiss my husband, but I'm on lockdown in in the forest, finishing the PhD. I'll send him. I'll send him. I'll blow him kisses on on Facetime. Okay, I'll do this. I was like, I was like, do you want to come? Do you want to come over this weekend? He's like, no, no, no. You no. Just get your work done. Just get your work done. I was like, do you don't want to bring the dog and like come and hang? No, I, it's, I'm good. No, <laughs> I need you to finish the PhD so I can have my husband back. <laughs> That's exactly what he's saying. No, no, it's, no, no stress. It's been eight years. It's yeah. been eight years. I need my husband back. Yeah, finish it. Get it done. Yeah, yeah. get it. Eight years, Natasha. Eight years. That is that is nuts. That Do you know Akshay and I've been married as long as I've been working on this PhD. I got married. Oh we got married God. the same year I began the PhD. So, we've had an other an other person, an other creature in our lives. What if you finish the PhD? Years. What if you finish the PhD and he doesn't like you anymore? It was really the PhD. <laughs> yeah, <that he's> <laughs> well, you, know, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to be around too much. He's going to be like, "Don't you have something to write? Don't you have something to do?" <laughs> Can't you do a postdoc? <laughs> Can't you do a postdoc? Oh my god, kill me now! If I ever come to you two and say I'm doing a postdoc, I want you to have me committed. Okay. Yeah, promise. really commit this man. Promise. <laughs> I promise. Never again. I'm done. I'm done with this. <laughs> no, now it's time to do our play and all yeah, to like yeah. uh, make our magic. That's go. right. That's, that's right. The next three years. You don't go to grad school, and I don't do another PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Promises. Fuck academia. That's Fuck right. it. Fuck yeah. them. Fuck it. And for the rest of y'all, we'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Theater Brothers Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, theaterbrothers.org, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. A special thank you to Purple Planet for the music you've heard. The Theater Brothers creates a shared community of artists and audiences for the purposes of exploring the most profound issues of our lives and times. 
We believe the play watches the audience. The audience is necessary and they are witness to what happens. And you get to be witness to us making that happen. The purpose of this podcast is to open up our process and let you in. We're peeling back the curtain, so to speak, and encouraging you to follow along, to ponder, prod, and question, to join us and criticize us if need be. Being a witness is no passive task and requires much from you. Are you up for the journey? Be sure to tune in next week for our next journey.